Welcome back, everyone, to Vacuous Vocation, the podcast where I discuss anarchism and its correlate statism. Um, I recently got back from Barcelona, and it's a beautiful city. It reminded me a lot of California. Um, and Manu, shout out to Manu and his team at 10th Planet Barcelona for taking care of me and giving me a tour of the city. But Barcelona is a beach city on the Mediterranean. And it also has mountains in the back. And it's, you know, relatively healthy and beautiful. And so in that sense, it reminded me of uh, Southern California in some sense. And on my train ride back to Madrid, I had a coffee, and I was looking out the window, and then I get a tap from my shoulder from someone behind me, and he looks at me, and he points to his mask on his face, and so I look at him, and I just lift my cup of coffee, and he throws his arms up in the air like, oh, what, whatever, and that's the thing, is this is all just illogical how can a cup of coffee ultimately give me the excuse to not wear a mask um but but the thing is if social distancing worked why aren't we doing it anymore you look at the planes this this train was filled to maximum capacity and then people eat on the plane or drink on the train and they have to remove their mask to do it. So the mask is almost useless. And the thing is, you can't spread COVID if you don't have COVID. But yet we live in this world, this almost dystopian world where unless you're committed to not taking off your mask when you are outside the premises of your home, you're literally looking at the world as if you're like in outer space or something or on a foreign planet where the the air outside can kill you and so you have to gear up and put your protective measures on in order to just go outside and just go to the store or whatnot which is delusional but that's the thing is we are in this world where we have a new religion and the religion i mean it's not new but the religion is statism. When you remove from tradition the orthodox of gods and and you replace it, you substitute it with with science. Um, you know, Mises in human action. If you have the book and you don't you just have it on your your mantle, your bookcase, there's some chapters you should read from that book. Um, one of them is chapter eight, right after the, it's the first chapter, chapter human society, right after the first 142 pages of the philosophical introduction to the treaties of economics. Um, but specifically the second section of chapter eight, which is a critique of the holistic and metaphysical view of society. And in this section, Mises is talking about how, um, yeah, people do look at the state as morally superior to individuals. But, 
But the state is just composed of individuals, even nations. They don't exist. Germany, the United States, France, they don't exist. It's just people living in certain areas. And so when you have this perspective that the state is superior to the individual, that the laws are morally acceptable or legitimate over individual rights of, you know, personal property and um, freedom, then in this sense, you can have this view of the world that whatever the state says is in my best interest. It comes to the idea of salvation. Before in religion, the concept of salvation in the afterlife was dependent on certain factors during your life. I don't know whether that's believing in some sort of metaphysical principles or abiding by them. But um, today it is definitely this acceptance and abiding to the principles of what is quote unquote science or scientific. And as Dr. Truth Science Fauci likes to say, in this in that one interview he did um frankly this is his words frankly an attack on me is an attack on science and that's just typical of this merging of not fascism where you have the corporate the corporate system and the state colluding but this is science and the state colluding this is the new religion that we have where you have these people in these uh, perceived positions of superiority uh, in the field of science who deem what they say to be the ultimate um, rationale for whatever their objectives are. But when you have something that doesn't make sense um and common sense the reason the reasoning is shaky but again it, it it's uh uh it's the the story of the traveling horse doctor this is a uh, something from curtis yarvin i don't know where he got it from but the idea being that you know there was a man with a horse a sick horse and the horse doctor comes to town and the man goes to the horse doctor and says, hey, my horse is really sick. Can you help him? And the horse doctor says, sure. Take this cup of turpentine and give it to your horse. And the man took the cup of turpentine. He gave it to his horse and his horse was dead within seconds. And then the man goes back to the horse doctor and goes, hey, I gave my horse the cup of turpentine and he died immediately. And the horse doctor replies with, you know, man, I'm kicking myself over this. Your horse was clearly more sick than I thought. You should have given him three cups of turpentine. And that's the logic we're at today is the people, 70%, uh, I don't know the exact statistics, but like in like Scotland or England or something right now, or I'm not sure where in the UK or the US, but there's a statistic showing that 70% of the people in hospitals right now for COVID are vaccinated. And so Fauci, on his high horse uh, that's dying, 
is saying, you know what, these people are clearly more sick than we thought, we need booster shots. So this is something that logic can't save you from, but only common sense can. And the way we, we're looking at the world through fucking masks is that we need salvation by any means necessary, even if this means persecuting peaceful, healthy people. And it's not something that um, that common sense can can save us from. It's this type of reasoning that comes from the state, that comes from perceiving the corporate press, the university professors, and people in perceived positions of power to be not only moral saviors of a society, but also the physical... Um, the the people who actually care about the salvation of the most amount of people but again the people in the state are self-interested people you it, okay i literally woke up thinking about this that it could be the police officers are more psychopathic than the politicians because the politicians enforce rules for their own gain of money and power but the police subconsciously or consciously enforce the rules of the politician not as much for the monetary gain of it, but for the, the literal power imposed over other people. Um, Michael Miles has this good quote about police officers that you don't know, even if they're a friend or family member, what they're like on duty more than you know what they're like in the bedroom. And the idea is that the same applies to the, the states, statesmen and the politicians, where we don't know what they're like off, off the air, outside of their offices or outside the interviews. Um, so the example I keep thinking about is if you just think of everyone as being naked, just naked individuals, you know, that might be... A disturbing sight but the idea is that if you bypass you know people being naked people are more or less just acting individuals and you can have conversations with people you know about the weather about small talk and um the thing is when people put these outfits on these brands these badges People perceive people differently. They make judgments. It's impossible not to discriminate against people's appearances. Um, we make these judgments of value. And when you look at someone like a, someone with a badge or, you know, a vest of the state, you do, we've been taught through tradition. And this is one of the things about, um, you know, if you look at communist China, they're big on respecting the elderly. And I'm not saying, I, don't get me wrong, this is not binary thinking. Um, but I'm not saying to disrespect anyone. But what I'm saying is they're big on respecting elderly in order to maintain tradition and the inertia of the principles in place. So if you 
are trained to respect this tradition that or if you're trained to respect the elderly then you're also uh, implicitly trained to respect the traditions of the elderly which typically have been to be subservient to the state among other traditions but that's a big one and so i'm saying not to disrespect other people but to question the ideas the tradition the inertia of the preconceptualized um, concepts of of society amongst for lack of a better words and um um a little digression i got an i got an ovation in my class uh a couple days ago because this is what i said in my in my mumbled spanish all in spanish by the way to flex um we were talking about the idea of can you have these ideas of freedom come top down um, which means the state to a society or does it go bottom up where it's individuals explaining to the state these ideas and then that having kind of the cultural shift to influence politics and we're talking to, you know we're talking about it and then I, I this is what I said I said I have a proposition I said it is impossible to have the ideas of freedom and liberty come via top down to the people and i said not only is it impossible for the ideas of freedom to come from the state down to the masses but it's also if you're in support of this you're a statist and a socialist and i said anarchism is inevitable but we need examples what are the examples well if you look at communication over time prior to the internet it was the federal communications commission that basically had a monopoly on the news channels on the televisions and the radio networks today we have cell phones so anyone in the world can talk to anyone else essentially and then we have the platforms for discourse as well as we have podcasts which are decentralized networks in a way of information and they're not they're not regulated in that sense which i i, I like um because podcasts are just ideas floating through the universe at top speed. And then I said, we look at security. We have AR-15s, which, you know, read the article, Not So Wild Wild West, showing how guns in society decrease the amount of crime, as well as we have video footage. If there's a cookie on the countertop, you may steal it. But if there's a video camera on it, that will deter you from taking the cookie because that might have a a cost a social consequence on you in the future so that's another way to deter crime in in the form of a digital defense and then i said look at money we have the hardest money ever invented which is bitcoin there's only 21 million so anarchism is inevitable only because we're in the age of the internet and technology of the digital world anarchism is not possible prior to this it's now possible and it's not only possible it's inevitable not because we're changing the ideas of people but due to the innovations and technologies coming into existence in this world that's going to undermine the nation state and some people are fucked 
some people are still living on the fiat system uh, where they will remain forever. And it's unfortunate, but this is the concept Morpheus is talking to Neo about in the Matrix, where he's like, during that simulation, and he's like, the exact people we're trying to save are also our enemies in the Matrix, because they will fight to keep their submission. Um, and so this is the whole thing, is some people that we're trying to save with, with freedom uh, from the state, they, they've been trained to be submissive. These people are unimpressive and they're only one of their only characteristics to their personality is obedience. So as long as they remain obedient to the state, they have some form of conceived status in a society and they will take that to the grave. They've sold their souls. Um, so some money will, will become obsolete in the world, which it has. And some people will also become obsolete in this world. So this is kind of the religion of, of statism is that in the metaphysical sense, it is not so much a theology as it is a, the cops conditioning of psychological submission, accepting the perceived um, imposed legality as superior, uh, morally superior, you know, being told what you should do. When I'm like, fuck the word should, you should only do what, what you feel is right for your principles, not be violent, be kind, be respectful, but don't do something because someone tells you that you should do it because not everything's for everyone and what's right for someone may be not as right for someone else and it's up to them through their thinking and action to discover what it is that uh, they want for their life because we're trained to become cogs in the corporate world and it's not until people begin to think for themselves that they will experience freedom but again freedom is not for everyone um even when anarchism comes it's going to be in the world of panarchy where some people want to live under sharia law some people want to live in communist uh socialist communes but most people want to live in the free cities that are the most prosperous and peaceful and having a renaissance 2.0 in the world of prosperity where we're absent of the fucking parasitic a coercive nation state so cheers to that um and be safe be kind be great cheers